Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler in for Bill. Today, Tom is here. Bill, I believe, has the... Saltines and the 7-Up, the price is right on the TV, gearing back up to full strength. And we're going to need them there. We're going to need all of you at full strength with what is about to commence tonight. We all woke up the morning of February 13th in a haze, unsure of where the next seven, eight months would take us. We got through the doldrums. Of that weird winter spring transition. We got to the opening day. We did the baseball. We did the we did the NBA. Yeah, there's some spring football. You know, we kind of watched that. We had our summer fun. We lit a firework here, spent the day at the boat there, mowed a couple lawns, okay. Just really sleepwalking through life is what we have been doing. Until today, the morning of September 7th, 2023, when we will once again be treated to NFL action as the Detroit Lions head to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs in a game which counts, in a game which is tonight, in a game which is like 10 hours from now. So I am jacked up. We've been waiting too long, way too long for this. I have got my proper NFL opening day attire on. I wear a shirt. Now, this is only a tradition for, well, just two years, but I do have an opening day shirt that I wear. It is an NFL. It's a blue shirt. It's got the NFL shield on it, and there's like a ribbon that says 2021 because it was signifying something that happened a couple of years ago, and then in big block letters is the the name Sheeran for Ed Sheeran because when Ed Sheeran, the NFL started in 2021, Ed Sheeran played their opening night kickoff, and they sold merchandise for this, and it was unbelievably expensive. It was like $55 for this generic T-shirt. They sold sweatshirts and hoodies, for like 110 bucks, they had this jacket, this really sharp, customized vinyl-type jacket that they were selling for about 699 bucks, 
And then after week one, we had checked the store again, and everything was like heavily discounted. So the shirt I bought, I had to buy it. It, it, it. What a novelty. I bought it for $4.99 from the NFLshop.com. So I've gotten way more than the $5 wear out of it. Actually, you can buy it now uh, at NFLshop.com for $15.99. So the price actually went up. But what I'm wearing today is an NFL shirt, and it says Sheeran on it. And people always, I wear it a lot because it's very comfy. It is very comfy. It's one of the more comfortable shirts I own, but it also, it, it's a little comfy because it's a little loose, so it's not very slimming. Uh, it does, it does make me look, uh, I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not large. I'm not dad bod. Okay. But it does accentuate the largeness. So there's, there's pros and cons comfy. It's more of a home shirt. And then I walk around sometimes, you know, like picking up my kid from daycare and here comes some dad strutting in and it's an Ed Sheeran shirt with the NFL logo. Nobody, nobody knows what's up, but I do. And it signifies to me the start of the NFL season, and we get underway tonight as the Lions have knocked this spread down to four and a half. Lots of that is because Travis Kelsey. We still don't know if he's going to play tonight. Very excited. Tom is here. Uh, I uh, I feel like I feel like Kelsey's going to suit up and like play as a decoy. I don't I don't know. There, if this was Sunday, maybe. Everything, the news that came out on Monday or Tuesday, whenever it came out, it seemed like, oh no, he's going to miss. And then every little piece that we've gotten, whether it's from Andy Reid or Kelsey's brother yesterday on a radio hit, it seems like it's all trending towards playing. But I, I don't know that they want to risk all that. I mean, it is just one week. It's it's opening week, but it it is just one week for a hyperextension of a knee. So I don't know what we're going to see out of him. Uh, tonight. What are you expecting, Tom? I'm expecting Kelsey to be out there to not have much of an impact, though. I'm with you. I'm more more in line with the decoy route. Yeah, maybe decoy. You know, get your get your Noah Gray passes, get your Blake Bell passes. We'll see. Travis Kelsey, obviously, a big part of this team and a big part of this offense. And without Travis Kelsey, they would be in trouble. The Chiefs' skill players. Like, the Chiefs are a good team, right? The Chiefs have the best odds to win the Super Bowl still. They won it last year. They've got Patrick Mahomes, who's got the best odds to win the MVP. And it almost is sort of, to me, again, uh, having covered the Packers for so long, it's taking on that kind of mold right now with everybody that's, you know, Tyreek Hill is gone, and they even lost some guys from last year, not that, Juju Smith-Schuster is the greatest receiver ever to live, but he was a big part of their offense last year, and so they're going to rely on a lot of guys. Even McCole Hardman has been a big part of that offense. They're going to rely on a bunch of guys, and what I used to do when I would have NFL guests on on the radio and ask about the Packers, I'd say, well, what, what, what do you think about the Packers here? They lost this guy. You know, They traded Devontae Adams. They This guy's hurt. And the response that I was always getting in return was, yeah, 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 but you have Aaron Rodgers. And as long as you have Aaron Rodgers, you're competitive. And yeah, and there were times where the Packers would fall short because they needed a little more than Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. But Aaron Rodgers, just like by his own existence, got you very, very far. And that's why Jets fans are excited because they have some of those other guys. 
They've got some skill guys. They've got Garrett Wilson, who's going to have a monster year. They've got Brees Hall coming back in the meantime, Delvin Cook. They've got a defense they're very, very excited about. So they've got pieces, and then if they're getting that Aaron Rodgers, well, all of a sudden, this AFC East might go to the hands of New York. We'll find out Monday's game very, very captivating against the Bills. But with the Chiefs, it is sort of turning into, well, do you have, but you have Patrick Mahomes. Because the rest of the team right now, I mean, these are not names that are popping off the page in terms of you know, like Pro Bowl appearances or you know big-time contracts and big-time players. Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that's their running backs. They're all serviceable. They're, the Chiefs are one of these teams that have really accentuated the plight of the running back, right, where the running backs aren't getting paid like they used to. Well, the Chiefs are a big reason for that. They've been running a different guy back there. I mean, Daryl Williams, Damian Williams, Sarchandrick West, all these guys that you see for five weeks, and then you don't know what team. They've been on four different teams since, and you don't know where they've been because they, they, they just get used for what they need, and then the Chiefs move on. So, I mean, still talented NFL players, but Patrick Mahomes doing a lot of the lifting, the heavy lifting. Kadarius Toney, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Sky Moore, there's like very high ceilings and we like the potential, but this offense is Patrick Mahomes. And if he's got, you know, the Robin to his Batman, which he does, it's Travis Kelsey. When you take Travis Kelsey away from that offense, I, I look at the Lions tonight. I look at Jameer Gibbs. I look at David Montgomery. I look at Amon Ross St. Brown. I look at, they're going to have Jamison Williams back in six weeks. They've got the kind of skill players that I think you can ride to a long playoff run, but then, you know, Jared Goff and where does he rank? And, you know, he's clearly not Patrick Mahomes. You put the Lions skill players on the Chiefs and, and, you know, I think, I think the Chiefs win pretty handily tonight. Also defensively, they're still without Chris Jones. They've got uh, a defensive line that, you know, might be primed to get cut up tonight a little bit by Detroit. So I think there's a lot of optimism on Kansas City and they were kind of in a Kansas City dynasty. We're kind of in a Kansas City dynasty. They've hosted the last five AFC championship games, been to three Super Bowls, won two. The Chiefs are always there. If not an NFL dynasty, whatever your definition of that is, it's certainly, certainly an AFC dynasty. I think if you look around the AFC, and this is something that I know I've talked about, there's so many teams that I think it's it's a competitive conference, but we think, oh, in the AFC West, it will be Chiefs Chargers. In the East, it will be Bills, maybe Jets, maybe Dolphins. In the South, it will be Jacksonville. In the North, you know, maybe Baltimore and uh, Cincinnati. But there's a lot of other teams. Cleveland could have a good year. Pittsburgh could have a good year. Uh, there's a lot of teams that are excited. Maybe maybe the Titans, you know, have one last hurrah with Ryan Tannehill. The Patriots, I don't think you can ever count them out. What are the Broncos going to be? Can the Raiders find something? There's a lot of teams that at least heading into week one, maybe they don't think that they're the Super Bowl favorites. But even in a tough AFC, they think, yeah, you know, we can compete here. And so if one of those teams, maybe two of those teams that we're not predicting to make the playoffs, someone's sneaking in. It's not going to be chalk. It's not going to be status quo. And I think there are a few sharps out there that are looking at a team like the Chiefs and thinking, you know, maybe, maybe if if Jones doesn't play and he's still holding out and, and if this Kelsey injury lingers and just... You know, how many guys can they lose on offense before the next man up just doesn't cut it anymore? 
you know, because losing Tyreek was big, but they were able to to get by with that. Again, Juju Smith-Schuster had like 70 receptions last year. He was a big part of their offense, whether he's like the first trading card you search for at a card show or not. He was an impactful part of that team. And if you look at the Chiefs' schedule, they've got one of the harder schedules in the league. I think they navigate the beginning. They should be fine. They've got Detroit tonight. Jacksonville, though, at Jacksonville, that's going to be a tough one. The Bears, see what the Bears are. Then at the Jets, at Minnesota, a couple with Denver, the Chargers, Miami coming up uh, before the bye week. And then after the bye week, it's that big Super Bowl rematch against Philly. I think their division is not as strong as we thought it might have been last year. I think, you know, with the the Broncos, we'll figure out what they are. And the Raiders, you know, we'll figure out what they are. But the Chargers are certainly eager to take control in the AFC West. So I, if there's a team that might be a little shaky that we're very confident in, I, you know, that's why I think tonight is very big. I think tonight is very big to not just only see what we have in the chiefs, but what do we have in Detroit? What do we have in Detroit? Is this the team that's going to take the reins in a wide open NFC? We all like Philly. A lot of you guys like the Niners. I don't as much, but there's the, the, the Cowboys maybe, we're suckers, I know Tom and I are for the Cowboys, but if the Lions can go to Arrowhead tonight and get that win and turn some turn some heads, this is a team that, you know, the Lions, if you went into a coma in like 1968 and you woke up today, you I think you would have missed one Lions playoff win. They have just been so bad for so long, but there is a good feeling around the team. There is a good vibe. There's a lot of good talent there. Uh, I think Dan Campbell has done a nice job, and at least the culture's a little different. Fans are buying in. Ford Field sold out for the first time since 2002. They are not only in primetime tonight, they're in primetime another three times, and their annual Thanksgiving Day game. So the Detroit Lions are a team in a in a pretty wide-open NFC North where Aaron Rodgers is gone, and the Vikings have cut some bait, and the Bears are still trying to figure out what they are the Lions have as good of an opportunity as anybody, not just to win that division, but if they can go into Arrowhead tonight and get a victory, I think it is going to change a lot of perceptions around at least the NFC. So I, I, it's just this game on paper, when it was unveiled back in May, we're like, ah, oh, the Chiefs, okay, I mean, they're going to destroy him. You know, the Lions, like, yeah, that's kind of cute. But the closer we've gotten, the more intriguing it's been. And now this Travis Kelsey injury and, We'll find out he's officially listed as questionable, and the plan is to get him some work and then you know run around a little bit and see what happens. I don't think he'll be inactive tonight, but I don't know how much they'll actually suit him up and play him. Uh, real tough decision for fantasy players that have a lot of stock in Travis Kelsey, so uh, please think of us in this time. But a big decision, too, for the Chiefs, because I don't know, in this AFC, like every week is going to be big. And you, you can't you can't be losing games at home. You can't be losing games in prime time like this. You can't be losing games. So not saying that this is <laughs> is this a must win for the Chiefs. No, but I, I think that there's I think that this win this game tonight is going to tell us a lot about the Lions and a lot about the Chiefs. So we're all in. We're all invested. The league starts tonight. I'm rocking the Sheeran shirt all day, and I am ready. For some football. 855-212-4227. Bart Winkler in for Bill Ryder. CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bart Winkler, Chiefs-Lions tonight, in for Bill Ryder. I'm Bart Winkler, in for Bill Ryder, comma, Chiefs-Lions tonight, period. That's proper sentence structure, 855-212-4227. This was something that I talked about a little bit over the weekend. The USA had lost a basketball game to Lithuania. They're playing the FIBA World Cup right now, which nobody cares about, unfortunately, around here, uh, and by here I mean the United States, unless they lose, then we can complain. If they win, the U.S. is in such a, such a tough spot in basketball because if they win, it's like, well, yeah, USA, dream team. You know, even though since 1992, uh, it's very clear, just look at, like, the MVP race any year, uh, internationally, the rest of the world is caught up. Now, if the U.S. sent their very, very best, you know, if you got – Steph and KD and LeBron running around. Not that this squad that's there, Anthony Edwards, Jaron Jackson, you know, Jalen Brunson, these are very good basketball players. But it's a basketball team assembled that got beat by Lithuania. It's a basketball team that's going to play Germany tomorrow, and you never know. I mean, Lithuania, they had uh, Jonas Valanciunas. I didn't know anybody else on that team. I I would be hard-pressed if... If any any backs basketball fan did either, so that got me wondering because it was like send our best, send our best, and you know it's not it you know everybody's catching up because in 1992, when the United States was in the Olympics with the best of the world, other teams were asking for autographs at halftime, and since then the rest of the world has caught up. All these sports that we that we hold near and dear, the rest of the world can beat us at. 
baseball, you know, the Abner Doubleday's game. Japan wins the World Baseball Classic. It's a popular sport in many different countries all over the world. Basketball, obviously, has been popular all over the world. So these sports that we think of as, like, American, other places have caught up. Football is the exception. Football is so fascinating because American football, I should say, because every year it seems like we love it more than ever. It really does feel like the NFL's popularity is just continuing to grow. It's continuing to grow and there's more TV windows. There's more advertising dollars. The common little things are becoming events. The draft brings 200,000 people into the, into Kansas City. Green Bay is going to host the draft, and people are worried that like the town is going to collapse because of it. It'll be fine. The, the, the city of Green Bay, Wisconsin, can hold an NFL draft, I promise you. All right, it can. But the schedule release is a big thing. Training camps are huge, which we can't get enough of it. And the more that we get invested into it, the rest of the world, it's, it's like unaffected. Like, yeah, we'll go play a game in England and maybe there's some fans there. But I think the majority of fans in England that like NFL are people that moved from America to England and want to still follow the NFL. It, I don't, there, there's other leagues across the world. You know, I think there's a league, there's a Japan football league. There is a there is still a league in Europe, uh, obviously the CFL. You know, so maybe Canada is the next uh, best country at this. But I was wondering if the United States back in 1992 sent their best, okay, and nobody could beat them. We could even have sent we could have sent a very bad team and still beat the teams that were coming in 1992. The question that I was pondering, Tom, is. What is the lowest level that we could send to an NFL, an American football World Cup type competition and still win? So obviously, if we sent the Pro Bowlers, we would we would murder everyone. If we sent any pro team, we would win. I would almost think literally any college team would win, even like the D3 one in your backyard. I mean, I might, I might even think most high school teams. Like, if Germany assembled their best natural German-born football, American football players, I still think we'd crush them at almost any level. Well, here's my my next question to you. Then, if I were to say an arena league team or a USFL team, would you equate that as being better than the middle of the road college team? Uh, probably. Yes. Then I think I'm with you. It's probably like a D3 school then. Yeah, like a D3. But like, there's some really good D3 schools. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a lock that we would, you know, that, that we would lose these games. It would take a, it would take a really bad squad. Like there, like, so when I, when I go down to high school. And like, there's okay. So there's some I've seen some. You know, I've called enough play by play. Or I've seen some high school teams where it's like eleven kids that would rather be running around a farm, and they, they, you throw a football at them, and they're like, "What's this?" You know, and they get slacked by 
you know, city, you know, east or whatever. But like some of these, like Texas, Florida, any school, any high school team that you see ever on ESPN two, if Spain brought their best American football players, I think they could beat them. Now the the thing that I would do if I was Spain is I would just get my best athletes available and then try to have them play football. But you'd still need a quarterback. You'd still need uh, they'd have kickers and punters covered in any like any other league. Also, a lot of these countries, here's a fun fact, are in better shape than us as America. I don't know if Spain, like, does Spain have 10 people big enough to play offensive and defensive line? I mean, I don't, have you ever seen a fat Spaniard? (laughs) I haven't. That's their advantage, speed and agility. Yeah, but we would just plow through their skinny offensive line. It'd be no contest. Listen, I'm with you. I can't go as far as, you know, the top high school teams, but I'll, I'll say D3 is probably is probably the cutoff. I, I just think it's a it's a nice bar discussion. And is is that not what sports radio is? Just guys talking at the bar about sports. The top international players, by the way, in the NFL currently, uh, according to a list, I found this list at, I don't know, some website. Uh, Chase Claypool is actually from Canada, so Canada's got to say. Ife Obata is on the Bills as a free agent. He's a defender. Uh, Young-ho Koo, the kicker, he's from South Korea. Uh, Daniil Hunter is actually from Jamaica, so Jamaica's got at least one guy on defense. Mitch Wisnowski is an Australian-born punter for the Niners. So it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Fun fact, there are nine non-American-born players that have made the Pro Football Hall of Fame, including names like Bruno Nagurski, Steve Van Buren, Leo Naminelli, Ernie Stautner. I mean, these guys played a million years ago. Uh, Jan Sterud, Martin Anderson. It's from Denmark. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I, with, the, with the competition going on, and I just, one of the things that I think is so interesting about, you know, sports around the world is it seems like the popularity of a lot of sports is growing, but with the NFL and American football, even though they're trying to spread their wings to these other countries, I don't know that it, like, maybe they have fans, but I don't know that there's Pop Warner League sprouting across Finland, you know? When when they see basketball, they're like, oh, I'll pick up a basketball. But I don't I don't know that just America gets more crazy about football every single year, and the rest of the world is still like, no, nah, we just we we still don't get it. I mean, it's cool when you come play here, and you know, that's kind of different. But we still we still don't get it. I think it's very interesting. Nick Bosa will be playing football this weekend. Nick Bosa signing a massive deal. With the 49ers, he had been in a holdout, and there was some discussion. There were some tea leaves that maybe uh, he would get traded, but John Lynch, GM of the Niners, does tend to pay the guys that he's drafted when push comes to shove, unless you're Trey Lance. Then he trades you to the Cowboys for nothing. But Nick Bosa agreed to a five-year, $170 million extension, 122 of that, is guaranteed by far the largest contract for any defensive player in NFL history. 
if J.J. Watt would get that kind of money, he might come out of retirement. How do I know? Because he, he tweeted that. Because J.J. Watt can't see one news story and not and not be a part of it. Now, not one pop culture thing, not one story. Can't not be a part of it. And that's why we are so happy to have him as part of the CBS Sports family. The new contract has the average annual value of about $34 million. That clears the 31 for Aaron Donald. He is expected to play this Sunday, and uh, any fines that came with the holdout will be waived by the Niners. So they're not going to, you know, you find these guys during the holdout, and then they, they, they come back, and it's like, all right, uh, we'll, you know, we'll waive, we'll waive all that. Uh, Chris Jones, on the other hand, is racking up fines from the Chiefs. Maybe those will be forgiven if he signs an extension. But some of these extensions, you know, they, they happen right at the last minute. Like Joe Burrow's been talking extension, and Mike Evans wants an extension before the weekend. Otherwise, you know, he's going to do the thing where I don't want to talk about it in season. Yeah, I don't want it to be a distraction. But all these other guys, like Nick Bosa, hold out, hold out, hold out. All right, he's going to sign. Uh, Josh Jacobs, is he going to hold out? No, he's going to be there. Uh, Saquon Barkley, in, in an instant, he was going to be there. Jonathan Taylor, obviously the exception, which things have gotten very bad in Indianapolis. Uh, and I think a lot of that is Jim Irsay's doing. If Jim Irsay, if Jim Irsay was unable to speak or communicate, Jonathan Taylor would probably be playing week one. But Jim Irsay talks, and Jim Irsay screwed his team over. Uh, that's just one owner's opinion. You know, me and him don't get along too good at the owners' meeting. Me being a Packers owner, of course. Uh, Chris Jones saying yesterday, it's always been my goal to be a Kansas City Chief for life. I could have done a hold in. But that would have been a distraction. And then he gave the classic, opinions are like, you know, everybody's got one and they all stink. You can't make everyone happy. I'm just asking for a raise. He's in the final year of a four-year deal, set to make $20 million this season. He wants around 30 And if you're the Chiefs and you're trying to work this holdout, you already had the $31 million uh, contract number from Aaron Donald, and then Bosa signs, and that kind of, like, screws you because now – now Chris Jones is going to be like, yeah, hey, that's the market. You know, that's the rate. I kind of do the same thing. I'm on the same part of the field. That's what you want me for. So now, now the price has just gone up. So I don't know with, I don't know with Jones. 15 and a half sacks last year, big part of that defensive line. He's one of the reasons his absence tonight is one of the reasons I think the Lions might be able to run a little bit tonight. On the tonight, oh, I just I love that I can talk about a game and then say tonight. The game tonight. There's football tonight. But I don't know with Chris Jones. It doesn't seem like maybe we get an 11th hour thing. He's not He's not playing tonight. It's probably too late for that. But I don't know with him. That one seems like he's willing to make it go the distance. Although the longer he goes without it, the more fines he racks up. But then again, if, it's, if teams are just going to, you know, absolve him anyway, then, then what's the big issue? So... Chiefs again, they're gonna they they might be without Kelsey. They're without Chris Jones. They've lost some guys that impacted them last year. You know, Mahomes is great. Mahomes is great. I think the Chiefs are starting to put a little too much on him. And I don't know if we're gonna see the ramifications of that this season because Mahomes is still that good. He is that elite. But I they gotta they can't just they can't just you can't just have a quarterback and bank on him. You still need other help. Quarterbacks can get you far, 
but they still do need other pieces. And we'll see what happens again tonight. NFL football tonight. An update from Andrew Bogish right now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. CBS Sports Radio, my name is Bart Winkler. In for Bill. Reminder, driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal. And law enforcement officers can tell if you're driving high. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. It's paid for by NHTSA. I, I, I love football so much that I would be... You know, so I don't know how long, none of us do know how long we're going to live. And I don't want to, where is this going? I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to miss my kid's life. And I don't want to, you know, I want to be with my wife and grow old, you know. But it it kind of sucks. Like, I'm going to live, let's say I live another 40 years. I'm only getting, like... 20 full years of football because if you if you think of the NFL as like half a year okay if there was a way where I could live another 80 years and then just like hibernate in the non-football times so that every time that I was alive and awake there'd be football on I might think about it I mean I don't I don't want to like you know go into hibernation and wake up and I was like, oh, kid, you're so big. Oh, my God. Oh, wife, uh, who's that guy living with us now? I don't want to do that. But there's just, I, I, I think about this. I think about how much life do I have left and how much of it's going to be without football. And it makes me sad. I, I love football that much. I, just, I am so happy. 
I might cry. I am so happy football's back. Oh, my God. Do I love it. All right. Uh, that being said, is that too extreme? Tom, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little extreme. But you know what? Enthusiasm is high. It's opening day. It's opening night. I'm here for it. Maybe, Yeah, maybe just because it's opening day, like I'm all excited and saying that. Maybe like tomorrow I'll wake up and be like, what did you say? And if like my wife heard that, she'd be like, you would, you, I mean, you're going to be, what? So I don't know. And my kid, I just love football. If I could get them to do it with me, hmm, then, then, then maybe, then maybe we're talking. Uh, interesting football story related to the NFL, related to college football, is this article that came out in GQ with Caleb Williams' dad. So they're talking NFL draft. And the draft itself, I've talked about this, the draft itself, I, I, I think we as sports fans like the draft process. I think it makes the sport better than if there was no draft. If if sports were like, you know, real society where you were done with college and then got a job with someone because you were qualified or you know someone there or you did an internship or or whatever you're it's on you to go find where you are going to go work there's not you don't get you don't get entered into a pool of engineers and then get selected by firms that may be close to your house or maybe on another side of the country that's not how it works and the firms that made less money or did worse on projects get the first like that, that that's not how it works it's not it's not, it's not in line with the american capitalistic society at all it's it's weird but in sports you know you need to do that for a couple of reasons otherwise there will be teams that have more money and then it's a you know with the salary cap it just it would it would change so greatly the way that sports are run around here maybe there's advocates for it i, I don't know but we we like the draft we like the intrigue with it you can trade picks. That's exciting. I mean, I don't want to take that away. You can trade picks and then, uh, you know, so we all like we all like a good draft. And in the past, if players were good enough to be the number one pick and they saw the team that they were going to get selected by, they would be able to a little bit. I mean, it's happened, but we've never had a good, like, like when Eli Manning and Archie Manning didn't want to go to the Chargers. I think that he's been able to eliminate that from how we feel about him. Same with John Elway, where he didn't want to go to Baltimore and play for the Colts. But it's it's like, what are you doing here? That's not the process. You shouldn't be able to, you know. And then when you get when you get more power to those guys, then it then it really ruins the whole process. And so there's always been that opportunity. You don't see a lot of people do it though. I mean, you've really got to think that you have leverage to do it and you've got to be willing to take whatever PR hit comes with it and hope that you're good enough that you can like outlast it. But for the most part, there's only a few occasions where something like that has happened. I think with the name, image, and likeness ability for these college players, it may happen more, and not just in football, it may, and, and not just because they don't want to go to a team. So what Caleb's dad said, Caleb Williams, USC quarterback, the funky thing about the NFL draft process is he'd almost be better off not being drafted 
than being drafted first. The system is completely backwards. The way the system is constructed, you go to the worst possible situation. The worst possible team, the worst organization in the league, because of their desire for parity, gets the first pick. So it's the gift and the curse. And he's got a point, and I think there could be the opportunity for more discussion on if this is what we want in sports, but I think it is. I think it is. I think for the average fan, if you told them you can do this way or you can do the open market way, I mean, if you're a team that had a bunch of money and, you know, were the team that everybody came to, yeah, that might be that might be the way to do it. But I think we like this way. I think we like the opportunity to select the top talent if your team struggled. Now, it does reward teams for having a bad record and, you know, that makes some games at the end of the year sloppy and bad and the Houston Texans trying to get the number one pick and then Lovey Smith says, no, I'm not going to be here. I'm getting fired anyway, so we might as well win. Then they have the number two. Bears get the number one. Uh, trade it. It, it. I mean, I get what he's saying. There's guys in the seventh round. Once you get into the seventh round, there's guys that like would rather not be drafted. Would rather not be drafted. Why am I going to get drafted here in this opportunity when I've got 31 other opportunities where I can find what's right for me? Where where I can look at these rosters and say, where's the best spot for me to spend my next summer and try to make a roster or at least get enough playing time and enough tape on me that other teams can can like what I have to offer. So it you know it is a it is a it is a weird process. It's one that we accept and it's one that we do in all sports. And obviously, as I talked about earlier, it's one that we go rabid for and will invade cities to watch these note cards be read by, you know, a player from your favorite team that excelled 25 years ago. I mean, there's going to be Raiders fans that travel across the country to go to Green Bay to see Tim Brown step on the stage with a note card. Just on a stage in Green Bay. And that that's worth it. With all due respect to the great Tim Brown. But that's, I mean, that's that's what the draft is. So I think for Caleb Williams, and they're looking at uh, the Cardinals here, because everybody assumes the Cardinals are going to have the number one pick. And they could actually have a couple of high picks with some trades they made. So they could have a couple of high picks. And if you watch this organization tank for you, do you really, I mean, does that, it's flattering, but you're not, you're not a great organization. The Cardinals right now do not have their house in order. The, the Kyler Murray contract is too much. The coaching situation has been a disaster. I don't know that anybody believes in the new guy. It just, it doesn't look like it to land if you're Caleb Williams. And this is like, I think of Aaron Rodgers again. I'll mention Rodgers again. And by the way, this is the second time I personally have mentioned Rodgers and both have been in a positive light on Rodgers. So kudos to me for that. But Rodgers could have been number one, worst team in the league at the time with San Francisco. If Rodgers goes and starts right away in San Francisco, I don't know that he becomes this Aaron Rodgers. You know, Alex Smith has had a nice career, 
had some achievements uh, before it ended horrifically for him. Thankfully, he's recovered. But Aaron Rodgers, he didn't probably want to do it, but sitting behind Brett Favre for three years, what happened after that? You won uh, four MVPs. You won a Super Bowl. You're the biggest celebrity in the sport. And you were able to just will yourself to the Jets when the Packers didn't want you anymore. I think it worked out pretty good, all things considered. Uh, Caleb's dad said he talked to Archie Manning. His career was shot because he went to a horrible organization, and that's why he was so adamant with Eli. I've talked to Lincoln Riley, and Kyler Murray struggled because of where he was drafted, which is, again, Arizona. Baker Mayfield struggled mightily because of where he was drafted. The organizations matter. And I've talked about this with Draymond Green on the NBA. Draymond Green was a second-round pick, but where he was drafted, he was in the best possible situation for him because he was drafted by a good organization that had a plan, that had his necessary skill set in need, and was able to win a bunch of titles with him. And there's a lot of guys that get drafted, and we don't know what they would be like. I think Justin Fields is an interesting study because the Bears have had a hard time with quarterbacks. And if he went somewhere else, what would he be right now? If Zach Wilson didn't have to get thrown into New York and start right away in New York City and had a couple of years to develop, what would he be right now? If he was the one that was maybe uh, under Rodgers' tutelage before as he is now. So there's all that. And now there is the option of staying in college and still making money. So you can go make money at the pros or you could get drafted and you know put up a stink and take the PR hit. But you can make money, and you'll make more money more often than not with a pro contract. But if I'm Caleb Williams and I look at Arizona and say, I'm just not going to play there, and they're, they're going to they're gonna draft me and we're going to go through a whole thing, I go to USC. I'm top man on campus, and I can make three, four million bucks in NIL deals? I might just stay here and, you know, see see the next crack at it. Or, you know, stay as long as I can. And then, you know, try to find a way to do the best for yourself. So Caleb Williams' dad speaking out on this, you know, sometimes dads talk and then it's it's like they over talk or whatever, but he does have, this is an interesting, this is an interesting story to watch because if there is an impact to it, I think it's going to have ramifications for many in his position down the future. Basically the whole story here is that the Cardinals are so bad Caleb Williams already doesn't want to go there. It's September. CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bart Winkler. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 